Oh, welcome to Live from Lockdown, Zach and Dom, keeping you company during this time of the coronavirus. Dom's at his house, I'm at mine. New venue for you today, Dom. You've moved mm. out of your bedroom, taking us on a tour of the house. Where no, are we today? I've gone I've gone to the living room. I thought it'd be good to be near the router because we've had a few Zoom catches lately where, where things have glitched briefly, and I've just assumed that like I've had to assume the end of your sentences sometimes, just a couple every podcast. Uh. And I, just to carry things on, I assume I, I know what I heard. But I thought what we'll do is we'll move right next to the router and we'll see if we get better internet up here. So are we expecting a better Dom today? He's uh, more in tune. His senses <laughs> hmm. have developed. Uh, it's kind of, you know, imagine how much better you'd be if your hearing just suddenly got 20% better when yeah. you're just walking around the world. That's what we're going to hear from you today. Uh, look, it could be. It could be. I wouldn't be making any big promises at the moment um, because we are recording at midday, but I think you've got morning Dom today. Feeling you've got a morning bit. Dom. More so to, even though it's technically afternoon, is mm. that more of a comment of when you woke up? It might be. It might well be. <laughs> you look very comfortable there in your hoodie. It, I'm going to maybe have a guess that that's what you slept in. No, it is not what I slept in, but it is over the top of what I slept in. So <laughs> that's... That's, uh, that's, it's been a quiet start today. Oh, my dog's just walked in the background. I know your dogs have been doing that. It's nice to have Bobby now cameoing as well. So yeah, look, who knows how this one's going to go. We've got a new location, Zach. I've not been up a, a particularly long amount of time. Everything could happen. Today on the podcast, uh, we do have a few messages to get to. Following up a few things we've spoken about in the previous couple of episodes, Dom, mm. Uh, including some people backing up your claims of the best donuts of all time. Oh, yep. Yep. But we also have one or two people a little bit upset with a few things we've said. Oh, dear. So, we'll clear that up a little later. you've said or I've said? Uh, Well, I didn't want to put it all on you. I didn't want to make it sound like all the messages were about you. Uh, But this particular one is about something you've said, (laughs) yes. Well, that's fun. That's lovely. Uh, first up, Dom, the community garden update. I'm being yeah. challenged for my role as social media manager. The AGM is coming up next week. Now, I've had a couple of months notice mm. that the AGM is coming up. Uh, you've had to nominate for your position yeah. to see if you're going to contest it again. I thought I would run uncontested mm. in the social media sphere. However, mm. I've got a good news, bad news situation. The community garden has seen a boost of young people recently. Really? That's the good news. Yeah. It, it was it was once three quarters retirees, thought, one quarter I picture under you under retirees. I, I picture you and a room of 60, 70, 80 year olds. Every time you talk about it, no, that's the mental image. Eighty is quite old. Yeah. They could still be a part It'd of it. It'd be very difficult garden. to be out in the garden at eighty. That's a very sprightly eighty year old. That's true. Fair call. But I think some of them would be in their 70s, yes. <laughs> okay, sure. So so now, young is it lockdown, do you think, that's brought these young people in? Yeah. I think maybe over the time of um, when we were locked down, mm. people looked out into their garden a bit more. A couple of people have moved into the area. Yeah, okay. So that's the good side of it. There's a few more young people. The bad side of it is there's... They've been challenging for a few rights to the social media pages. Oh no! Oh dear! The monopoly. The monopoly. <laughs> there's been, been some challenged. claims of. There's been some claims of people who say, "quote They're very good at Instagram." <laughs> and there's been some pressure for me to give them the details of the login Where's, details. You're being vague with the details. Is the pressure coming from the young people or coming from the elderly members of the community garden? 
there's uh, from the young people. So they're so from the you, people who say that they're good at Instagram. Yeah. And then there's been other young people in the community garden being like, you know, Zach, why are you dragging your heels? Give them the details. <laughs> okay. Well, this and is I'm like, tricky. what is our policy? This yeah. is this is my issue. I'm like, I'm, you can't just hand out the details to your social media accounts to anyone who comes along. No, no. That's not how social media works. That is a tactic Dom once used with a big newspaper here in Brisbane. <laughs> <laughs> we were making videos for him and he did ask for the login details and yeah. they were like, oh, hell no. We're not giving you the login <laughs> details to our Facebook. No, okay. Well, I'll ask this. Would you be open if they created content and sent it to you? Would you be open to posting that content? Is this about an ownership thing? Now, these people, I'm so happy that young people are coming. Yeah. I'm friends with these people. Sure. They've been a couple of times. I Mm. like hanging out with them. Yeah. But at the moment, they are unverified claims that A, they're good at Instagram Mm. and B, they're great at photography. This is the claims that are being made. Maybe they are, but have we seen any proof of it? I haven't seen any photos. I haven't seen any Instagram accounts of these people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. And so that's what I've said. I've said, send us through. If you send them to me, I'll post them. Yeah. Nothing has come through yet, though. And that makes me think they just want the power. They want the power. They're going for the job. Have you received... I don't know if you would get notified about this, but have you received word in advance of the AGM that there will be an official challenge? Well, you know what my tactic is, is I'm trying to get social media manager off the elected <laughs> roles. I want it to be a role that just rolls over year to year. I'm yeah. trying, I'm in there saying to him, you know, it's not a very important role, guys. Why don't we just make me the ongoing manager? <laughs> yeah. And I can, what I'm saying is, and this is a true tactic, mm. I want to make a little team of people. Sure. And do you, who, who, you remember what happened at the start? Do you remember what happened at the start? It took me three months to get the Facebook admin controls right. off a lady who doesn't even come to the meetings. Yeah, that's true. I did. I do remember that. So, so I don't want a repeat of that. So I want to be very careful with the details we hand out. Yeah, it's a good point. So, okay, you want to run a... This is important. When you say you want a little team, you are the captain of this team, though. You're not yeah, relinquishing captaincy up. rights. Yeah. Okay, so you're, you want to captain at this, at this stage. Well, unless I see... They might have 100,000 followers on Instagram. Yeah. I need to see some evidence mm. that they'd do a better job than me. Yeah. And at the moment, I'm not seeing that evidence. Have you... We should give out the details of the Community Garden Instagram account. People might actually well, want this to is where it, it gets really complicated. Yeah. So they said, Zach, can you give over the details? I made an Instagram account three months ago, but never posted anything to it just mm. to get the handle. Because it was just in a time where we were discussing social media and I couldn't get the Facebook one and I didn't want that to happen again. This was in the stage when the person who was running the Facebook account, who is MIA, we've never seen her. I've never met her. Mm. I don't know. I have a suspicion where she lives in the street, but I don't have (laughs) never had that confirmed. She wouldn't give me the admin rights to Facebook. And I thought, I never want this to happen again. So I'm going to get in quick and get the handle on Instagram. Yeah. So they said, hey, Zach. Can you give them the Instagram details? And I say, well, at the moment, it's actually with my personal email. So let's change that to the group email. Then we can discuss who has rights because I'm not giving out Mm. personal. Fair call. That's a bit weird. Fair call. I realized two days ago, there already is an Instagram account existing that this first person has created. Oh, no. Not only that, she's still posting to it. Wait. Even though she has never been to a meeting. I have never seen Hang her. On. I don't know where she lives. I don't know where she's watching from. But there's <laughs> pictures of the garden what? on this account that 
were not from me. Yeah. They were not from this other person who's challenging. There's a third poster. How recent is the... Are we talking? How recently has lockdown. she posted? In no. lockdown. So she's not been to a meeting for a year. Never. Oh. Has never been to a meeting. So, I've been to every one of them. So she must have come to the very first meeting to get herself... No, I don't think so. I think before there was even meetings... Yeah. I think... This is my suspicion. She's the neighbour of the person who first started the garden. Right. I think she's told the person starting it, yeah, I could start some social media accounts for you. Sure. And so at that stage, there was never even talk of meetings. Yeah, okay. And now... And then once she has the power, I think she was really reluctant to hand it over because there were a few messages when I finally got the account after like six different messages and I had to get friends of friends to hit her up. (laughs) There were a few messages and it's hard through text... But I wasn't convinced that they weren't passive aggressive. Yeah, okay. The message was, I hope you have fun with these, or something <laughs> along those lines. <laughs> and right. I felt like that the relationship wasn't great. So now I'm gonna have to hit her up again yeah. and say, Hey, you gotta hand over it's like when they when the when when the undercover cop has to hand over their badge and gun <laughs> and and the and the uh, commission is like, Any more weapons on you? And they've got to get the one out of their ankle holster. They've got to get the one out of their jacket. What I should have said is, hey, hand over all the social media passwords. Yeah. So she probably happily gave you Facebook Facebook one. She probably happily gave you Facebook thinking this this loser doesn't know about the Instagram account. That's exactly it. Yeah. And you know what else? Mm. It's so hard to get admins off Facebook, Mm. but it's so easy on Instagram because you just change the password. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's a question I want to throw at you. Why are you not open to the idea of this other Instagram account existing kind of as a fan tribute account? Because you think about it, it has... Well, because it, apparently it's, it's got some good runs on the board. It's got 150 followers. Yeah. That's a lot that's in the community garden. Boring. That's a, a lot in the community garden sphere. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yep, so the fan account would be bigger than the real account. Is she purporting, <laughs> the way she's posting and carrying herself on that account, is she acting like it's... The official blue tick. Yes. Community garden. Yeah, she's right. got pictures of like she's got pictures of crops, and she's encouraging people to like the Facebook page. She's like, "Go check us out on Facebook for more info." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, because I'm putting that info up." <laughs> I I wonder what her motives are. This woman intrigues me. This is you're I in think a really some people have a situation. weird idea. Some people who come along because some people don't know how community gardens work. Yeah, and okay. they come along with some weird ideas. Mm. I think she just thinks it's a garden with no structure to it whatsoever. Right, like there's sure. there's no membership or there's no meetings. It's just like a garden that exists on public land and you do whatever the hell you want with it. And mm. so she's like, well, yeah, I'll just start the account. Why not? Yeah. It's kind of like as if she's claiming the land, like putting a flag on the moon. Sure. I think she thinks I was first there. I created the account. It's mine. So here's what we could do. We could sabotage that account if you'd like. That's the first thing that comes to my mind. Or bring it down. <laughs> yeah. Bring it down. I can do it for you today. How? I will buy her 50,000 fake followers. (laughs) And if I buy her 50,000 fake followers, it will ruin the, it will ruin the account. Because everyone, like, there'll be comments on on all of them that destroy everything. She won't know what's going on. It will, it will just, it will ruin it. It will ruin the page. If you want me to do it, it's like $15. I'll do it for you. Yeah. I know the websites. (laughs) If you give me the Instagram handle, I can buy her 50,000. It's my gift to you, 50,000 Instagram followers for her. That sounds... I'm tempted by it. I don't know if I want to ruin 
Well, this is the problem. I don't it know if I seen. want to burn that bridge yet. Though. Yeah, it would be. Seen. Or could we could we get fifty thousand followers for my account, <laughs> for my garden account? <laughs> And so I can be like, hey, guys, which one do we want to go with? Do we want to go with the one that has 150 or the one that's got 50,000? They'll be like, that's so weird, Zach. How did you do that? It's got like three posts on it. They don't have any interaction. <laughs> that's, that's more than the people that live in all the neighboring suburbs and all their families. doesn't make it's any sense. It's half a Brisbane. It's So, okay. I'm just saying that's one potential idea. Because the other idea is that you have to reopen the, the channels of communication with this woman again. You need to go mm. back into the furnace and what see what happens. What do you think if I approached a house? Would that be not cool? Oh, it's a tricky one. You'd and need, introduce myself. You'd need a piece. Because offering. I think the I think the issue is when it's done by text, mm. it's hard. It's easy to dismiss, isn't it? Yeah. Because you just don't reply. Yeah. It's you, so easy not to reply to emails and not to reply to <laughs> messages. It's true. Very true. Um, but you'd need a neighbourly peace offering. You would need to bring over like a cake that you've made or some cookies or. Or something like that. That you so when she opens the door, she sees you standing there with some sort of a peace offering of food, and then you say, "Hey, also, can we have a bit of a chat?" Hey, I'm Zach. I want to come over and meet you. I made you this. Let's have a chat about the Instagram account. And then if that doesn't go well, we can look at the fifty thousand option. I mean, mm, should I mention that in the chat, <laughs> well, like as a yeah. as a threat? But what? we're willing to burn down this account if you won't give it to us. Yeah. Uh, look, if, if the conversation's going in the direction that, that you feel that's necessary, then yes. I mean, I'd have it in your back pocket. I wouldn't be leading with that. But in your back pocket. Now, uh, I'd like, because we have spoken about buying followers before, because there's the instance where you bought some Instagram followers on a number of occasions, actually. Many, many years <laughs> ago, but yes. And but there was one more recently, like two years ago. Oh, there was where, not one. When we were on the radio and you kept. And you and you kept you you feigned confusion about where all these followers were coming from, and you were you maintained on the show that you must have been going viral in Brazil. <laughs> that was four years ago. I'll have you know. How two. could it be four years ago? It was uh, late in late twenty sixteen. I don't think ago. it was. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. I mean, we don't need to look into the dates, but I'm pretty sure it was. Anyway, yeah. was that the most recent time that you've been either bought likes for yourself or for someone else? Yes. Have you? So the relationship with this guy is four years old. So you'd have to be. You're not positive that he's still oh, in the business. No, I'm not going back to that guy. I know the one you're talking about. That's the guy I used to win the Holiday Inns. I don't think I've ever. Have I shared what the hotel was before? That could void me. Uh, a certain hotel... Oh, so, the previous time, just to give you a quick backstory, yeah. which was maybe... 2012. Five or six years ago, 2012. Yeah. Eight years ago. Dom rigged a AFL competition for a most liked photo mm. by buying likes. He yeah. told the guy who he was going to for it mm. that it wasn't for a competition, <laughs> <laughs> which it was for. And then the guy yeah. contacted Dom and said, dude, what the hell? You told me this wasn't for a competition. Facebook are getting me in trouble. Yeah. And then you you ghosted him. Yeah, I never heard back from him again as well. Like he said, he sent three or four messages and then I went back to he his He could account. be on the run, man. And he it- might have really caused some problems for him. <laughs> he he had to deactivate his account for some reason. That's all I know. But like when I went back to that message chat, it just said Facebook user. And I thought something's happened here, interestingly. No, I wouldn't go back there. I would, but there's other places out there. If you Google buy Instagram followers... Like, there's heaps of options, and they're all pretty reputable. Because I was wondering, if have you ever... You've only ever used the likes to try to uh, uh, promote yourself or try to mm. get gain for yourself. You've never used them to destroy someone else. No, no. I've it's kind of that. an interesting idea, though, isn't it? Is it, you know, if you're trying... If you have a brand, 
Mm. It does ruin the brand to get a whole... Because you'd think getting a whole lot of followers would be good, but it actually ruins it if they're not going to interact with you because it kind of ruins the page. It ruins the page. It ruins the page completely because you don't have genuine engagement. There's a whole bunch of things. And then you get punished by the algorithm because you're not getting any engagement. Yep, yep. And also... So I wonder if people do that. Is that something that happens? That's a good question. Do like do could could couldn't you destroy your competitors' social media quite easily if you can get fifty thousand mm. likes for fifteen dollars? Is that is that illegal? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not. That's a good question. I don't know because you don't have is. to own the account. You just give you just show them what account it is. Oh, don't completely. You? Yeah, you just give them the link and they'll send the followers. It's as simple as that. I mean, and the reason that I was first attracted to this idea long before it occurred to me that this defeated the whole purpose. It felt like a cheat. It felt like a shortcut. And you know me playing a board game. I don't mind a mm, shortcut. You love a shortcut. I don't mind a cheat. Right? And you also didn't put together that anyone would be suspicious. Well, in 2012, I'm not sure too many people would have been. I mean, think we've all become a bit more tech savvy in the years since then. Well, mm, some, I don't know. I think when your photo's suddenly going 10 likes, 10 likes, yeah. 12,000 <laughs> likes for a very similar photo, yeah. I think a few people would have been suspicious. That's fair. That's a fair point. But look... What about this? What about this? Yeah. I assume with Instagram influencers, mm. the brands look at the interaction. Do they? Because why couldn't you... If you say 50,000 likes cost $15, mm. why couldn't for $50... I get 100,000 likes and then start going to these brands and saying and getting sponsored posts. It's a good point. Especially, and this is the other thing, you can actually buy comments as well. So if you're worried about engagement... Okay, so if they're that cheap, couldn't you offset your brand deals Mm. with how much it costs (laughs) to get comments and likes Mm. and you could still come out on top? Well, I think what we see coming up here is a Zach Mander influencer account. Where you're like well, a fashion model. I don't model. understand. I'm sure a lot of people do it. I know that a lot of people would... I know there's been suspicion of fake numbers along the influencer communities. Mm. I don't know if anyone would do it with 100% fake. Yeah, you probably not. But again, couldn't rule it out. Because this is the thing. It's that easy. And I encourage everyone listening, just have a quick Google. Buy Instagram likes. Buy Instagram followers. Whatever you want. You'll uh, see how easy it is. Do you have to be careful? Can you get some weird viruses from these websites? I'll probably be careful. They don't seem like that they're the... <laughs> and be careful. They don't seem always, like they're the most trustworthy. Always be careful who you're giving your credit card details to as well. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> Hang on, are you giving your credit card details to these people? Well, how else are you paying for it? I don't know. Don't like some cash. more secure system? A system that's not connected to all your other funds? I have used PayPal before. PayPal is more secure. I think, but I've used that. But the point is, just have a Google, have a look at it, and you will be amazed how easy it is. It's 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 ridiculously easy. I'm going to Google it now and see what our general pricing is. They might have upped the prices in recent years. That's possible um, because you if know, you've just tuned in. It's the it's the going rate mm. of uh, Instagram followers to buy. Also, I don't know why I say I've just tuned in. It's, that's true. left over from radio. Yeah. No one starts a podcast 17 minutes in just randomly. <laughs> uh, oh, wow. My gosh. They have upped their prices. Oh, no. Goodness me. We're in trouble, What's Zach. it costing you now? So, 100 followers you can get for $2.97. That's their introductory package for 100 followers. I feel like I'm at one of those timeshare meetings. <laughs> uh, up to 1,000 followers for $12.99. The five thousand wow, so followers. 000. Five thousand yeah. followers is forty bucks. Okay. 
So that's... Um, that probably won't be enough to ruin the account. No, no, it won't be. I mean, they, they don't seem... This particular website doesn't seem to... Okay, so they've got... The one The one I'm looking at at the moment has a lot of posts saying we are the most reputable of these. So maybe they You the, don't want that one. You want the dodgy one. Yeah, that must be too expensive, I think. It's too expensive. Also, it is funny. You don't funny. want the name brand fake likes. <laughs> yeah, you want the rip off. It is, it is a really interesting point, isn't it? When, when that's what they're... That's their marketing tactic, isn't mm. it? That's their marketing tactic. Here we go. 250,000 followers for 280 bucks. Bargain. That's pretty good, actually. That's for 250,000 How many? Because, you know, so many social media managers of companies would be millennials amongst boomers in the rest of the company, wouldn't they? Mm, so you true. have someone who's a digital native, someone who's grown up with social media versus people who don't really understand generally. Yeah. Obviously, there's a lot of people who do. But generally speaking, uh, my parents don't know the most about social media. So yeah. if you're reporting to those people for 280 bucks of your own money, yeah. you could make your uh, brand look very, very uh, popular. <laughs> like you well, are. And really, you're just twiddling your thumbs. You're not doing anything. You just even make sure you're going up 10,000 a month or whatever. Yeah. That, that's how much, quite seriously, that would be how much some businesses would spend on a Facebook ad post, you know, sponsoring a post. Spend that same amount of money and you get the 250,000 followers. Just done. Tell me what you think about this. I read an article yesterday about an influencer and I've seen a few articles like this. Mm. It, it's, a, it's a restaurant like outing an influencer con- contacting them asking for a free meal basically or a meal in exchange for posting sure and like usually when i see this it gets very i I have a skim through the comments and it seems like overwhelmingly everyone is in support of the restaurant Mm. which is fine the restaurant can do whatever they want but i would have thought just from a business point of view influence influencer marketing is actually very cost effective. Yeah. I would have thought that was actually a really good way to advertise. If I saw someone I follow sharing a new place in Brisbane that you go out and eat, I would be way more likely to go eat there than you know a traditional ad. Yeah. And if it's only going to cost you free meals... Now, in the case where they're not actually an influencer, maybe they don't have very much influence over their audience. I can mm. understand that being annoying. I can understand small businesses getting hit up all the time and getting sick of it but generally i'm like i don't understand why is it because the the culture around influences and a lot of the time you know i i I do see where people are coming from Mm. it's quite like um uh you know it's quite image based Mm. and and maybe that doesn't really sit that well with people but just generally speaking, I'm like, it's just advertising. I don't get what the big problem is. It's just yeah. how we've advertised forever. Well, if you're looking at it, I guess, from a more pragmatic point of view, that is where you end up. And I'm sorry, I've just realized, Zach, that the reason my dog's been walking around behind me for half an hour is because I've locked him in here. I'm just going to go let my dog out around the corner because I think okay. he needs to go to the toilet. And as Dom gets up from the table, I do see revealed... The pajamas that he mentioned he was wearing. Picks up Bobby, takes him out of the room. I'm commentating because I'm considering leaving this in. I think that would be much easier than me making an edit. And you know what? I am going to leave it in because Dom's back. <laughs> What's, what did I miss? What did I miss? Just me mentioning that you weren't lying about your pajamas. <laughs> yeah. Peter Alexander. And the fact that I'm choosing not to edit that. Yeah, okay. Fair call. Um, now, what do you think about that? I was on, you know, I just 
what do you think about influencers and these these articles outing them? I just thought it was interesting because they often post like people will post. I have seen companies post like the interactions they've had with them. Yeah, and I'm like, you'd never do that if an advertiser came no. to you and said, "Hey, we'd like to run an advertising campaign." You wouldn't be like, "Oh my goodness, can you believe what they've done?" They wanted our but money. It's shocking, for but that. it's shocking when an influencer does it. Yeah, is it because? And then the other thing is people. I think it's like because also it seems like it's tacky to ask for something for free mm. when it's not really for free. You are exchanging it for something. But they think, whereas if it's for money, we're more used to that exchange, aren't we? We're used to exchanging money for advertising. But isn't money actually more tacky? Isn't asking for money worse? Yeah. Yeah, it's a good, it, it is a very good point. I guess, I guess what it shows is that maybe many traditional restaurant owners are not entirely up to date with social media. You know, they're not. Or they're maybe not it's not makers. as, or maybe it's not as powerful as I thought it was. Yeah, well, I true. kind of tend to think anecdotally that I would change mm. my behaviour if someone I followed. If I, you know, I would go and seek out these services, but maybe I wouldn't. Maybe they don't see much return. Would you? And maybe generally these influencers aren't treating those deals very well, and they get a bad taste in their mouth. I don't know. Would you be interested, Zach, in having an influencer post about the community garden? So what would happen with the community garden? What would I get? They you, would reach out to me yeah. as an influencer. And they'd say, I'm happy to post about your community garden to spread the word. Well, see, I don't have many followers, but I do have a lot of followers compared to the community garden. Yeah, so sure. it's probably in a very affordable deal for them. Yeah. What would I get? I'll, I'll post about the community garden and what do I get in exchange? Well, a plot? <laughs> do I get a, an area where I can grow some veggies? Yeah, we'll give you that. Oh, willing to do that in a heartbeat. Yeah. See, See, this is where they, this is where their suckers would have done it for free. <laughs> would well, have done it for free. Uh, this hypothetical negotiation's gone awfully for me and the community garden board because I've just signed the paper, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thrown the pen away, and said, "Idiots! Yeah, yeah, you guys are stupid." You Do you just... reckon anybody's ever done that after signing a contract? Yes. <laughs> In the same room, walked yeah. out and said, "You idiots!" The moment you hand the contract to the lawyer, you don't know what I've just done. That's what yeah, I think there would be... I've always hoped for it to witness or hear about a march out. Yeah. I've heard of march outs. Yeah, never true. witnessed one. Yeah. No, look, I guess the only problem with that is many contracts have like a cooling off period. And if you immediately said, you idiots, you don't know the mistake you've made. Gotcha. <laughs> then they might just opt in for that cooling off period. But So let, let's look into this now. So the, the AGM, what day next week are we looking at? What night? It's Sunday next week. Sun, oh, it's... Daytime. I've got an opportunity this... Oh, actually, no, sorry. No, it's not. It's two weeks away. I've got an opportunity yeah, okay. this weekend to grease a few wheels and, you yeah. know, because we're having a working bee this weekend. So, I'm able to, uh, you know, do a bit of campaigning. Sure. You need to know... What I, what we could do, what we could do... Yeah. In referring Because what I have been trying to do is increase my posts. There's a bit of competition around now. There's someone at my heels saying, oh, I'm going to do the post. Yeah. And so I have been increasing the frequency because there was a while there where there wasn't much post. Sure. sure. But there wasn't much to post. We were in a <laughs> lockdown, people. Yeah. We're not doing much in the community garden. What happens, speaking of buying the numbers, what I could do mm. is I could go, hey, guys, I've got a great idea for a post tonight. I think it's going to go really well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Put up a picture of the community garden Buy 10,000 likes on it That's clever And they'll be like Whoa, how did you know that was going to go viral? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't know I've just got a hunch for these things <laughs> And then And then Every time I post something I buy 10,000 likes 
And every time this other person posts something, yeah, you I just, it, it gets its usual 10 likes. Oh, that's like, just oh. great. That's brilliant. I'm like, oh, I don't know what it is. It's just like, maybe, maybe it's the way I take them. It'll cost <laughs> you a few hundred dollars, but you will totally quash their ambitions and kill their spirit. And that will, it will give you, like, you'll have social media for decades at the community garden because everyone's going to remember this. Everyone will remember, well, early on, Zach was able to get thousands of likes on whatever he posted. I'll tell you what's so weird about the community garden is there's no, you are stripped of any of your powers in society. Mm. And what I mean by that is your usual qualifications. Nobody really knows what anyone else does. No one's ever really asked me what I do for a job or anything like that. And I've been involved for two years. And so what I mean is jobs are allocated on such a weird basis (laughs) Like, and so people will speak up and I don't, I'm trying to figure out, like, people will speak with authority over certain garden things. Mm. And I'm like, what do you mean? I was like, why are you the expert in that? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, right. But they could be. They could be. They could have worked at a nursery for 40 years. Well, see, because I'm no, well, I know that they don't because I do ask people what they do. Oh, right. Okay. Sure. Um, So I am having those conversations. For some reason, they don't seem to be going between everyone. Mm. And what I mean by that is, so for social media, it's just whoever says they're good. Yeah. No one ever does any follow-up questions. No one ever says, well, have you run a social media account before? Have you done anything with social media? Yeah. And so, like, for example, a few, this guy doesn't come anymore. But about a year ago, there was a guy who was telling us how to make videos. Yeah, okay. And he was telling me all about it. <laughs> and I was kind of just like, yeah, I'm a little bit across it. Like, I've made a few videos before. This, you know, I'm just going to say, organisationally, this this system sounds garbage. Your community garden, it, it's like it's not well run, Zach. This is a joke. The what stuff you're talking about, the not sharing, not appointing people to the areas that they'd be an expert in, not discussing any element of skill set or asking for validation of skills. There's a lot of things here. Which you think that you should system. come in? So the membership process where you pay mm. whatever the membership is, yep. twenty dollars a year or whatever. Sure. You think I you should also it attach money, it? Sure. <laughs> well, you have to. It costs money to get a vote, mate. Yeah. You okay. can't just have. People, remember how I was going to branch stack? Yeah, that's This fair. is how we're trying to avoid that. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. Also, we need some money. That's you, true. You got leases to pay and stuff. Yeah, for cool. So when you come in, you think you pay your $20 a month and attach your CV. Mm. Yeah, oh, and totally. maybe a cover letter of what your skills are. Or at the very least, I'm just saying it sounds like a really haphazard organization. At the very least, there needs to be some sort of a paper trail as to who's got details to what account, who's skilled in what area. It feels what a happens bit like if they do it instead of like because what the thing is too like you could just you could doctor a CV very easily. True. I could write on it that I was the host of Gardening Australia for the last ten years. Yeah, good point. They would know that because they all watch Gardening Australia and we discuss <laughs> it at the meetings, but. I could make up something like that. I could say I've been hosting Gardening Ireland. You could say you were the main producer for Gardening Australia. You're oh, always off screen line. when Costa was there. So here's a way of getting around that. Each yeah. year we run the Gardening Games. Duh, I like this. Where everyone competes in gardening related activities, both mm. uh, physical activities, yep. but then also the theory. There'll be a written test and a physical test. That's great. And so it'll be about your knowledge and your application of the knowledge. And you could get someone like Costa from Gardening Australia to come as a celebrity judge. Yeah. And then so the winner 
gets to pick what position they want. And then it goes down from there. Yeah. It's a draft system. So number one goes, well, I'll be president. Yeah. Number two goes, well, I don't want to be vice president. I want to be social media manager. This what is, do you think? I'm just going to say, again, your, your thorough processes and bold dreams are why I think you should be challenging for president. I think you've left it Thank too you. late because we're only Thank two you. weeks away. And I think to run a whole presidency campaign, a presidential campaign within two weeks, that's challenging. But well, I think you you be you you are what this garden needs, and I'm not just pumping up your tires for no reason. It is your or do you direction. Want to be my head of staff, yeah, chief of staff. I'll do it. I'll be your chief of yeah. staff, 100. percent Because or I'll be no, you know what I'll be? I'll be your Sean Spicer. I'll be your media person. I'll be the person who goes and fronts the briefings every day. But here's the here's the thing, Sean Spicer. Uh, he was Trump's uh, spokesperson, I guess, mm. until he was let go. Yeah, quit. press secretary, I think, is the term they use. Uh, he was like, go, yeah. He was... The, one of his big controversies was he was trying to avoid the press once and he hid in the bushes. <laughs> but here's what I want from you. I want you to start in the bushes because yeah. that's where gardeners love. True. That's a great idea. And So, so they'll is... be looking for you at the lectern and then they'll be like, where is he? And then someone will be like, oh, we forgot. This is a gardening guy. Let's yeah. go look in the bushes. Hello. <laughs> I like it. So you can be president. I'll be your press secretary. And that means that I'll be able to spin anything you do that's bad. Uh, you know, if someone starts asking questions about, did the other, you know, uh, Instagram account get 100,000 fake followers bought for it? I'll ask questions about, well, how do we know what fake and real is in this world? Isn't everything mm, a construction? So I'm mm. ready to deflect. I'm ready to deflect already. Uh, you'll need to find a vice president. You'll need to find a chief of staff. You'll need to take care of all that. But this is sounding to me like it's the sort of thing that's going to take the garden forward into 2021. It's coming together. Because at the moment, I don't see the dream. I don't see the vision. I don't see the processes. At the moment, I, I feel like, Zach, you're the, uh, you're the only hope they've got. Imagine if this person who said they're good at Instagram mm. is like, has led an account that's like half a million people. <laughs> <laughs> like a really successful... <laughs> That's not what they do for their job because I know what they do for their job. But maybe, maybe as a hobby, they run all these successful accounts. Yeah. And it turns out they are way more qualified than me. Yeah. Look, but that's not the point in politics. Qualifications don't matter. I, I'm just saying you have an avenue to the top. You have weaknesses you could exploit. And I think we've probably left it too late for this year's one. But we need to start a 2021 presidential campaign. Let's get into some of these uh, messages we've been sent that we didn't get to last time, Dom. Uh, yep. Nick and someone else reached out. Um, mm. I've only got Nick's message here, but I know there was a few messages about it. Yeah. Hey, Dom, Castaway is on Netflix now if you're keen to watch it. Oh, is that it? I was following up because you've never seen Castaway. Well, let me load that up on my computer while I'm right here. So no, I can well, you don't, need, you don't have to watch it now. No. It's a movie that goes for multiple hours. No, I know that. But I'm saying I do this thing where like I'll, on the tabs of my computer, I will load like reminders. So I'll just type in what I need to remember because the main thing I go to is like my browser every day. So if I load what? it up now, then I'll come back to it. That's my point. You know that Netflix has like a watch later list. Yeah, I've never gone to that though. Instead, you load them up in tabs on your computer. <laughs> what happens when you shut down your computer? I don't. I just put it to sleep every night. I don't shut it down. You never, you never have to update or anything. Not often, no. Not often. MacBooks. I don't think they do. Either that, or I've missed out. It, it would happen every maybe nine, ten months. And so. do you do you watch Netflix on your laptop? Yeah, often. Often I will. Didn't you pay all this money to get this TV <laughs> mounted in your room? 
Yeah, I did spend a bit of money on that. Yeah, I look, I watch Netflix on there sometimes, but that's more the AFL, the sports zone. Will you watch? Will you watch? When can we hear your review of Castaway? I'll try to get to it in the next couple of weeks. Oh God! <laughs> Jeez. What? Why can't you say this weekend? You don't have time this weekend to watch a movie. Oh, I got a bit on. Well, I don't actually. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really. But I've got Saturday night plans. I'm but do you not want to? But do you not want to watch this? I don't understand. It's oh, like no, you're trying to get it. out of watching it. No, no, it's no, Tom Hanks. You it. love Tom Hanks. I, I adore Tom Hanks. I think he's probably the best actor of the past hundred years. I love. You Tom fancy Hanks. yourself a young Tom Hanks? No, others have fancied me a young Tom Hanks. I've not commented <laughs> on that decision. Um, I've just been told numerous times that I look like a young Tom Hanks. Um, mm. So look, okay, I will watch it by. I'll watch it by the start of next week. Okay, I'll great. do my best. And we can hear what you think about it. Yeah. yeah. What are your yeah. early thoughts? Do you think you'll enjoy it? Uh, I think I'll enjoy a bit of it. I think I'll enjoy the ocean scenery. I think that'll be really nice. You know how I love mm. Lord of the Rings for the Hobbiton scenery. It's just beautiful. Yeah, that's right. Um, so I think I'll enjoy that. I'm not sure. I mean, the movie itself sounds pretty sad, but we'll see mm. how we go. I don't normally like sad movies. Uh, uh, Sarah. Remember Sarah who made... The mask design oh, for yes. Santa in a mask yes. for the COVID Christmas. Yep. Sarah's reached out again, referring to your old songs, Dom. Mm. Remember how you wrote a few songs just out of high school? Yeah. She said, if um, if you can track those down, Sarah has volunteered to make the album <laughs> cover. <laughs> I did look. Unfortunately, I couldn't find anything anywhere. I, I have checked. Like, this is nine years ago now. So we're talking two computers ago. Do you remember any of the names of the songs? I don't. I remember there was one that I wrote about how life can sometimes feel like you're out in the ocean on your own. Oh, wow. This is appropriate to Castaway. Yeah, it is actually, isn't it? I think I might have written a theme. If they wanted to reboot Castaway, I could have written a theme. I'm not sure it's the sort of movie that generally has a lyrical theme to it, but... But if they just, I think I'm getting Castaway. I, I'm getting too many strong Gilligan's Island vibes from Castaway, and I think it's a very different um, emotional experience. I think you're hyping it up too much in your head. Mm. I think you're scared of how emotional it's going to be. Okay, good. I'll, I'll take. I've just all I've seen is that. I clip thought you near also. I thought you're a fan of emotions. Yeah, I am a fan of emotions. I just prefer the good ones. Um, right. But I, I've seen that scene at the end with um, Tom Hanks and the volleyball floating away. And I, I, I've told you this before. Oh my goodness! Yeah. It, does any information retain in your head? Not really. We've had this conversation in the podcast recently, yeah. as recently as last time we talked about Castaway. That's not the end of the movie. Okay, good. Then I'm okay. All good. I you think to it. the volleyball floats away, and you think that's the end? Well, that's why I thought what, it was you don't know whether he dies or lives or survives. That's the end. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't make a lot of sense. All right, cool. Well, I look forward to watching it. It's loaded in my tabs. Uh, How do you think it ends? Makes a prediction. I'm guessing because it's a Tom Hanks movie. It's not based on a real story, is it? No. Okay, so, so I'm guessing he gets rescued and rehabilitated and does something like writes a book about his life and he's not a bad his- guess. Not because that it's not how it ends, mm. but I can imagine it ending like that. Sure. So that's pretty good. Cool. 
both Maddie and Cameron have reached out to let us know that the cinnamon donuts you're talking at Parisha train station mm. are still there, Dom, and they can confirm are great. Yeah, best donuts on the planet. You wouldn't expect it. And you <laughs> would think, oh, no, they are. And you wouldn't expect it. And I know people listening would say, well, it sounds like, you know, everyone says, oh, we've got a great donut shop near us or good coffee down the road. But I'm actually literally saying the donuts at the Parisha train station are actually the best objective donuts on the planet. You can understand a food that you buy from train stations. Yeah, it doesn't sound Aren't like traditionally, it. Doesn't sound you know, like super, it. They're kind of in the Bay Marie for hours and they're sweaty. No, and, not you know, this when place. you see like the Dagwood dog or something There's like that. There's always a line around the corner at this place. Nothing's going stale there. I understand the skepticism. I'd hold it too if I hadn't sampled these. But if you live within two to three hours of Perisher and your current local government restrictions allow this... <laughs> Drive up and get yourself some of these donuts. Imagine if that's what the ads had had to start saying. <laughs> <laughs> you know how they're like, Harvey Norman's like, come down to our sale this weekend. <laughs> yeah. As long as your current restrictions <laughs> require it and yeah, make no, sure you're wearing a mask. Quite seriously, I, I just think, I, I honestly think that, un- you know, I would say every other cinema donut I've had, would be like in a different tier. So it's not like this is 10% better than other ones. It's an entirely different Playing donut a different experience. Game. Yeah, it's a different donut experience. Describe Sad- them. Uh, well, sadly, as a silly, I can't, couldn't have them if I went back anymore, although they'd tempt me mm. back. W- what makes them amazing, they are so golden brown and light. You know, it's sort of that lovely, lovely light thing where it feels like you're eating a cloud almost. And the cinnamon dusting is just, just perfect. There's, sometimes donuts can be too heavy or a bit gluggy or, or maybe even a bit moist and you don't really necessarily want that. You want it to be totally light and fluffy and that's what these ones are. I walked past Donut King at five o'clock yesterday afternoon. Mm. The donuts were out on the counter for the end of day sales. Yep. The end of day of sales is four donuts for $10. And I'm sorry, Donut King, but you're dreaming. Yeah. That is not an end of day sale. <laughs> I want to be taking home plastic bags chock full of mm. donuts yeah. for five bucks fill a bag for five bucks the same as the op shop that's <laughs> what a donut end of day sale should be mm. it sh- it shouldn't be what's that 20 percent, 30 percent off maybe yeah uh-uh. no way I, well i will $10 say dollars for four donuts I, you always hear those stories i don't know if you, this, these went around your school but stories about someone who went to kfc at closing time and got given like 50 pieces of chicken and this stuff would gain its mythology. Well, um, my sister worked at KFC when she was in high school. Yeah. And the employees used to... I don't know if they're allowed to anymore, but they used to take it home. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, so this was the... This is the, the Donut King story I have. I was Christmas shopping maybe six, seven years ago. And they were, they were basically doing the end of day sale. I'd gone up to get a, a strawberry dinosaur, one of my favorites. Um, and is it important that it's in a dinosaur shape? Uh, oh, the person shape is okay too. The human shape's not bad as well, but those are my two preferred shapes. I didn't like the mobile phones. Um, because you get enough of the donut with icing without any of the complications. Yeah. Not only do you like those ones, but Mm. you don't like the mobile phone (laughs) shape. No, I didn't like them because there's too much hundreds and thousands and like there are some jelly beans and smarties and that stuff's good, but you want a, you want a solid amount of the donut to just be the pure donut and icing experience. (laughs) This is like a conversation if a three-year-old suddenly became articulate (laughs) and was able to describe all their decisions. Because you know how they get really upset just over things that seem to not make sense. It's like, no, not that one. And then they... 
crack it. It's like suddenly we're getting a insight into their mind. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, you do have some rationale behind it. <laughs> yeah, well, I remember being at this Donut King. I went to get the strawberry dinosaur. And I was there and, and they said, oh, we're actually closing in a minute. Do you just want to take all of this? And my eyes oh, lit up. That's the dream. I was actually, producer Michael was with me. He might remember this. Um, they would have given us all up. I think we counted 40, just 44 maybe, is ringing a number in my head. 44 different donut pieces, bits and pieces. Wow. There were three big plastic bags that we were carrying full of donuts. Is my memory. For the price of one donut. Yeah. In fact, I'm not that's even sure they made me That's an end of day pay. sale. Yeah. They might have just given it that to me. That is an end of day sale. Unbelievable. It, when that happens, and I've mm. only been in situations like that, not to that extent, but similar situations, all your normal bearings on the situation go out the window. Yeah, Because yeah. usually you have an approach to how you're going to eat a donut or yeah. how you'd go about a six pack, how you'd distribute them to your family or how many you would have. Mm. When you're overloaded with such a resource, you don't know what to do. No. Do I hand these out? Do I gorge myself? What yeah, do right. I do here? It's it's like you're thinking in a different paradigm all of a sudden. And that was a real thing for me because, you know, I you know I don't have any self-control when it comes to food. Again, like a How many did you have? Like a 3-year-old. I had about 8 or 9 at once, like immediately. <laughs> in the next in the next 20 minutes, I just kept eating them. I just kept eating them and I felt so sick that night and the next day that I... <laughs> I <laughs> and, and was it just the strict people and dinosaurs rule or did yeah. you let a few mobile phones through? <laughs> no. Well, I, I wanted to have all the people and dinosaurs before anyone else got in. So I started there. Someone's going through and going like, man, there's a lot of mobile phones left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just... You're like, yeah, weird. I just ate through them all. Now, I did feel sick and I thought, oh, geez, I've had too many donuts. In hindsight, it's probably because I was an undiagnosed celiac and just had... No, I think the nine donuts <laughs> probably had something to do with it. I yeah. think there was a contributing factor. Do you know what's actually funny about If this? they were gluten-free donuts, you still would have... Felt yeah. sick. You know what's funny about this is I've actually never, you know, I would have been able to eat gluten or at least didn't know I was a celiac for four more years, but I don't think I ever went back to Donut King after that. It was that classic, I remember doing the Cadbury factory tour when I was young in Hobart with my parents and they told us there that they let employees have as much chocolate as they want when they start with the idea being that generally employees will have a big chocolate binge in the first few weeks and then they don't get that excited by chocolate anymore. I actually think that's what the Donut King thing did for me. That end of day sale, I had so many donuts that I know I felt like I had satisfied my taste for Donut King donuts for the rest of my life. Wow. Yeah. That's almost poetic, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You've, you cause an extinction in the donut, in the dinosaur donut mm. society. Mm. Um, our last message, Dom, is from Anna. Yeah. Uh, does that ring any bells for you? Anna is the person who gave you the possum advice from the zoo. Oh, yes, uh, yes. And Anna was a little bit upset that you didn't remember her name because I think on the podcast you said, I forget you and your name. <laughs> no, I do remember Anna. Anna gave me the fact sheet. She gave me all that the fact sheet info about possums. And she said that three slices, mm. referring to you feeding the possum last week during the rain, mm. three slices, you know better, exclamation mark. <laughs> Yeah, fair call. Well, it's funny. I have been learning recently from someone who actually has looked after possums before that you have to be really careful with brush tails and ring tails. Very different diets, very different guts, very different uh, basically what they're able to handle. 
So I have tried to stop giving this, Apple well, at all. This is a surprise that you are kind of saying this like, you know, some mystery that you're uncovering. But mm. you've maintained this whole time. What you never... I told you in that five minutes of Googling that mm. I found out that Ringtail shouldn't eat apples. Yeah. Well, that's part of the research I did too. Yeah. So anyway, my point is brush tails... No, my- Brush tails, yeah, okay. however, I think are much more able to, to hold apple. But apparently they're better with native fruits. Now, what are native fruits? Is pineapple a native fruit? Mm, no. What are native fruits to Australia? Mangoes? Uh, well, the, uh, no. Hmm. There'd be, I doubt there's native fruits that are ones that we would eat commonly. So things like the lily pilly berries would be the native yeah. fruits. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, well, I'll have to look into that. Uh, I also have a message myself, Zach, that's come through. Uh, This one is from Chris. He just wants to know, after my enormous success, that's my words, last year building that adult pram, whether you want to consult me to build a pram for your new child. Great question. Mm. Um, No. I'll do it. I'll do it on the... I'll I'll do a budget option for you. I'll do it because I know prams going to be expensive. But, I mean, last time all you did was got the thing that goes under the car that mechanics use mm. that is usually substituted when you're a kid for a skateboard. Remember yeah. when you used to do that? <laughs> yeah. Get it, lie on a skateboard on your back and slide under the car? Or was that just me? Uh, I didn't have a skateboard or any interest in cars. So that one wasn't me, but I can no, imagine No, I didn't have any interest it. in cars. I just wanted to recreate the scene where the sure. mechanic slides from <laughs> under the car in any movie I had seen. Yeah, okay. I could see, I could see that. Yeah. Well, uh, would you not? The thing uh, yeah, you, you got one of pram. those. Basically, you got one of those and made some very dangerous cosmetic changes. You made that way more dangerous by adding very shoddily mm. some extra wood for some reason. That was the handle. And so I don't even it. know what you'd do for an actual pram. What What would your plan be? I'd just make like, a smaller version. Is the child going to be on the ground? You'd like the child to be higher? Yes, okay. yes, I don't want them lying on the ground. <laughs> well, that's... does that come as a surprise to you? <laughs> what, that I'm not, I'm not hunched over pushing yeah. it. Okay, fair call. Well, this. Well, is I want it to look like a pram. This that's is... what I want it to look like. It's important in the specification stage of any conversation of design to get those details out. So I assume it's at the height that most prams are, is because that's the most comfortable for my arms to push it, isn't it? Uh, probably. I mean, what about this? You know those trolley sort of things that they push. Um, push food out on what if it was something like that <laughs> did you just mean trolleys <laughs> no, like no, a no. shopping cart no 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 like at a nice restaurant and they'll have like the various food on the trolleys they're pushing around yeah i mean but why wouldn't i just get a normal like if it seems like that if you're gonna buy a piece of equipment that's used for something else i may as well buy the piece of equipment that's designed for it fair call hey another question about the baby I had this thought occur to me the other day. I don't know what the particular due date is, but I know it's October, and I know you're in mm. October. Is there any chance mm-hmm. of the baby having the same birthday as you? Mm-hmm. Very strong chance. Interesting. How would that be for you? Oh, I'd be filthy, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about uh, lying to the child. It, it's never going to know. Is, is it ever going to see its birth certificate? I don't know. I'm just going to say it's a month later. I'm being serious, though. Like, there's an element of seriousness to this this conversation, which is that for the next at least 18 years, maybe longer, your birthday isn't going to mean anything in that family. My birthday doesn't mean anything currently, Dom. I'm a 30-year-old human. <laughs> You'd go out for a dinner like, for what your birthday, you, wouldn't you? Yeah, but, like, what, but it's not like... <laughs> Yeah, well, I'll get gifts. I'll do something. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not. It's not. I'm not going to be upset. It's. It's my child. <laughs> that's that's that trumps <laughs> my birthday. That's fair. <laughs> that's so, probably reasonable. 
Uh, well, firstly, it'll be easy to remember, won't it? Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, secondly, it'll be nice if we share a birthday. Well, your birthday is Halloween. I don't think it's likely that it'll be... I mean, it's a chance. It's a definite chance. Mm. I don't think it's likely it will be on my exact birthday. What, what was it like having a Halloween birthday growing up? Did you like that? Um, yeah, sure. Why not? Halloween wasn't much of a thing when I was growing yeah, up. I feel sure. like that people are getting into it a lot more now. We yeah. used to get trick-or-treaters and we always had lollies because it was my birthday. Well, look at what you have so this year. So, we had things to hand out. On October 31 this year, Zach, you might have Halloween, your birthday, the birth of your child, and the Queensland state election all in one day. Well, they say, don't they, with the birth dates, but yeah. they're not, you know, there's like a, it's like a, there's a window mm. and it's like a, quite a wide window. Yeah. It's like two or three weeks. Sure, sure. And so my birthday falls within that, but it's not that likely that it's going to be on that day, is it? We should do sweepstakes. You take a guess. I reckon 28th. See, because you don't know when the center day is in those three weeks. No, do I you? don't. So I'm just going to go 28. So you don't know, happens. like 30 could be towards the end of that window. Yeah. It could be the start of the window. It could be the middle of the window. Yeah. Oh, look, I'm going to go So you, what do you reckon? 28th of October. Okay. Yeah, we'll Possible. see what happens. Um, also, I mean, late, late October, halfway through October, mm. going into November, they're all possible from what I understand. And uh, look, just lastly, speaking of predictions that I'm making, intern Lockie has sent something through, Zach, which I didn't expect my predictions to be coming true so quickly. But uh, Christmas social media content is up and running. This meme is doing the rounds at the moment. Lockie sent it to me. Christmas oh, okay. is... Okay, you can't spin this as a positive. Mm. You claimed that the COVID Christmas meme that you created would get 10,000 likes. I don't yeah. think it cracked 100. Okay, but my point is the original intention of Christmas COVID crossover memes was coming, was a true prediction. Because this meme says, Christmas is now going to be mid-January due to Santa having to quarantine for 14 days when he arrives in the country. Now, if you that's a much better meme, just straight up. Well, that's hurtful. Well, isn't it? Why, why? What's better about it? It's funnier. Okay. Well, I, some, some. You got to keep in mind, Zach. I think it was actually some of our listeners who came up with the memes. I just gave suggestions. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. We posted one, and it was your idea. It was spread joy, not COVID. Oh, that was mine, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair. Look cool. at him. Look at him yeah. deflecting the responsibility. Mm-hmm. There was a whole team. <laughs> we can't put it on any individual. <laughs> well, we actually have a recording of you coming up with it. Yeah. But look, look, ultimately, it's still a big win for me because I was right about the Christmas COVID content. It's already started and we were first. Yeah, and you know what I'm liking about this? Yeah. The way you're spinning this mm. makes me really happy that I'm putting you in com- uh, putting you in charge <laughs> of my community garden campaign. Press secretary. Because you're really showing yeah. that you're able to wiggle out of any <laughs> accusation. That's it. We were first. We were first on this one. Don't worry about the success. We were first and that's undeniable. Guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. A big, uh, just want to mention Victoria going through the severe lockdowns. Hope you guys are staying safe. We'll see you in a couple of days. Hope you guys have a great weekend. Bye.